Welcome to the Prophecy Club. If you think I'm trying to sell you DVDs, you have missed my heart. But I do want you to get these DVDs today, not because we need to move them, though we do, uh, but because you need these. I'm tell you why you need these seven DVDs. We have thought and planned carefully to put together an awesome package. As Trump and Putin just talked, kind of the Russians are on everybody's mind right now, as they should be. So we're going to talk about that as it relates to Bible prophecy. First of all, the offer, and let me tell you about each one of them. The seven DVDs for this Russian gift offer are Top Soviet War Plans for America, Russian Defector Warns America, I Saw Subs Attack America, Russian Bear Awakes, Babylonians Are Coming, Russia's Secret Weapon to Defeat America, Storm Judgment and Revival. And the first 34 orders get Jeff Nyquist's book, Origins of the Fourth World War, free. It's all valued about $230, and you can get the discs, that's seven discs, valued at over $230 for a gift of just $50. Or you can go to watchprophecyclub.com, and we've set up so you can watch all seven of those anytime and as much as you want over the next 90 days for a gift of $20. That's at watchprophecyclub.com. Now, you probably got a call to figure this all out, a little complicated, 785-266-1112. I know you already got it on your quick dial in your phone, 785-266-1112. Now, let me tell you why I want you to get the DVDs. If you want to understand where we're going, and I think what I'm about to say is probably going to happen before the end of this year. I'm not trying to set a date. I'm simply trying to say it's not 10 years. Okay, not saying that it's necessarily even this year. What I, well, I'll, I'll say it this way. I think the next thing to hit America regarding Bible prophecy has to do with what I'm about to say. So first of all, the description of the DVDs. Top Secret Soviet War Plans for America by Jeff Nyquist. Jeff read over 750 books from Soviet defectors who had revealed the Russian plans to destroy America, and that's what he puts into this DVD. You want to know what the Soviet defectors say in secret, behind the curtains, under the table, what they're planning to do to America? That's your DVD. Russian defector warns America. This one is by the highest-ranking Russian military officer to ever defect, Stanislav Lunev. Okay, so this is by a Russian defector. And you'll see in the DVD that he has a big hat and big sunglasses on because he's in the witness protection program. I'm telling you, this Prophecy Club DVD has a Russian defector in it. And he tells you that he was part of planning and organizing the 20 to 50 suitcase nukes being secreted all across America for some time of future detonation. Get the DVD. Then I saw Subs Attack America by Henry Gruber, my favorite speaker out of the, I don't know, what, 400-some-odd DVDs we've made over the last 25 years. My favorite speaker, he gives several visions of how the Russians will attack America. Then I made a DVD called Russian Bear Awakes. Now, this is talking about Russian military equipment that is capable of defeating America, such as the quietest submarine in the world. Yes, it's Russian. So quiet, they call it the black hole. Then Babylonians Are Coming by Pastor Massey gives eight dreams about the attack on America, including the one he saw where a submarine pushes up on our beaches 
opens up releasing soldiers out onto the beaches and our military bullets won't fire at them. Yeah. Russia's secret weapon to defeat America by Bill Sneblin explains the most advanced military weapon known in the world today, Scalar Wave. Bill reveals that this could knock out anything on the land, on the sea, on the, in the, in, on the sea, in the air, any place on the globe, anytime they want to, with very little trace of who did it. Scalar Wave renders all conventional weapons of war obsolete against the Soviet energetic weapons. Scalar waves can make large portions of the atmosphere extremely hot or cold, causing floods, hurricanes, and ice storms, and it can act like an impenetrable missile umbrella or shield over a city, a state, or even a whole nation. Then, the final one, Storm Judgment and Revival by Shane Warren shows several visions where God showed him, this is what you're about to listen to today, he was shown a meeting where Iran, Russia, and China are conspiring to kill the dollar. He said that the dollar will be worthless. He's not the only one. We've heard had two or three other ones that said that too. And that the Madrid earthquake will divide. And I think I've got, what, nine people? Uh, no, six people saw that America will split in two pieces. And it's because America splits Israel. He was shown that silver, not gold, silver will skyrocket and rise far more than gold that there's going to be major riots all across America, and that the people will demand their entitlements return. Well, that just happens to be what Trump is working on right now, is beginning to remove some of those entitlements. I'm telling you, it's not a joke, not going away. It's the next big thing to hit America, in my opinion. He also saw a great revival will come in the time of great trouble. Many will return to the church He said there is a 400-year judgment cycle, and he said, not me, he said America's judgment arrives in 2020. Now, listen to this next thing. My opinion, this is the next thing. Hope you're listening. Listen carefully. Grab your (laughs) whatever to make sure you listen to this. He says that the devaluing of the dollar caused rioting in the streets, looting, and signs saying, I want my entitlements. My opinion I think that is just around the corner. I saw God prospering many, he says. They acquired great wealth and some kind of a wealth transfer into the hands of believers. Well, Proverbs thirteen twenty two says, A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Now, those seven DVDs, it's called the Russian Gift Offer. You can get it at prophecyclub.com. But if you want this offer... You got to call 785-266-1112. First 34 orders get Jeff Nyquist's book, Origins of the Fourth World War, free. Now, all seven DVDs and the book valued at about $230, all available for a gift of $50. And if you go to watchprophecyclub.com with a certain code you got to get from us, you can have unlimited viewing of all seven of these DVDs for 90 days for a gift of just 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Watch all seven of them for $20. Call 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. They'll fix you up with the code. Now, let's go on over and listen to Shane Warren in Storm, Judgment, and Revival. Tonight, I've been given the assignment of talking about the storm that I believe the Lord has shown me that is about to, to hit America and is already engulfing the world. Also, to talk about the judgment that I see coming and also to talk about revival Because God always does everything on a two-sided coin. 
God always judges to a, a point of restoration. He has a, a, an end to something. He doesn't just judge people just to be judging them. He judges them unto mercy. And so, first of all, let me tell you a little bit about myself tonight. As, uh, as Stan uh, told you, I was called to preach when I was 12 years old. Uh, give you a little bit of background um, on my family. If you would have said the name Jesus in my family when I was a kid, I would have thought he was another brand of Coke. I, literally. And that's, that's not to be funny. That's just how it was. I had great parents. had incredible grandparents. Uh, I was raised to uh, be a very moral individual, you know, telling the truth was the apex of your existence as a human being. Your word was your bond, and all you had was your name. And had great parents, great grandparents, had a great upbringing, but church wasn't in our, uh, in our mindset. I mean, we just didn't go to church. Friends that we had didn't go to church. So I knew nothing about church at all. At the age of 12, uh, one day I was visiting my grandfather. I stayed with my grandfather quite often. Uh, loved him. I miss him dearly. He's went on to be with the Lord now. But uh, I was staying with him at one time, and uh, he had built a fort for us in the back of of this uh, farm that he had, and I made my way out to that fort one day and was just sitting in the fort minding my own business and looked up, and there was the Lord standing before me. And people have asked me, what did he look like? I can tell you that he looked like I was looking at the sun, even brighter than the sun. I felt like I was bathed in the love of God. I can tell you I've never felt love like that before, but I can also tell you now, and it's took, taken me literally years to come up with the, the words for how I felt when the Lord appeared to me at 12 years old. And the only words I can find is in Isaiah chapter 6, when, the Lord, when Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up. You remember that? And his train filled the temple. Isaiah said, I'm undone. And that's how I was. At 12 years old, you know, I never committed a major sin. I never slept with my secretary or stolen anything or anything of that nature. But I was a sinner. And I needed Jesus as a Savior. And so just to tell you that I felt undone. And so I began to weep in the presence of the Lord. And I, I lowered my head. And as I was weeping, I, He came over to me and He placed His hand upon my head. It literally burned like coals of fire. And I kind of joke with everybody today. And my wife and I make a joke that that's what's happened to my hair now. He burned all the hair off my head, killed all the hair follicles. Because by the time I was like 19, 20 years old, I was bald. That's just how it was. So, uh, but he put his hand on my head. It burned like a coal of fire. And I looked up to see him because I could still feel his hand on my head. And he wasn't there at all. To this day, uh, from time to time, I do have some of my staff here with me. The Lord, from time to time, will give me uh, revelations. You know, I've always had a desire to be used in the gifts of the Spirit. And one of the things the Lord will use me in is a lot in, is in word of knowledge, word of prophecy, word of wisdom. And I think the reason the Lord uses me in that is because the first supernatural thing that I ever saw in my life it was when I was 12 years old. We lived in a hotel room. We were so broke. And when I say a hotel room, I don't mean like the Holiday Inn. I mean, we lived in like a crack motel. It was, it was a terrible motel room. The four of us lived there as a family. We were absolutely broke and destitute. Well, when I got saved, gave my heart to the Lord, I led my whole family to the Lord. And the first supernatural experience I ever had outside of having this visitation from the Lord was a man by the name of Nelson Douglas, who happens to be from Texas, and uh, he's dead now. 
uh, Nelson Douglas came to our church and he was preaching on a Sunday night and he walked up to my dad in the middle of the service and he said, you have three $100 bills in your back pocket and he reached his hand out and he said, give the prophet of God one of them and the Lord will bless you. Well, most people would have said, you're crazy. But my dad, I found out later, had just gotten the only paycheck that we had. My dad always loved $100 bills. In fact, if he was alive today and he got money in his hand, the first thing he would do is go to the bank, get crisp, clean $100 bills. And uh, he had three $100 bills, just like the man of God said in his back pocket. My dad stood up in that church service, took out his wallet, took out one of those $100 bills, handed it to that man, and that man grabbed his hand. He said, son, all your life you've wanted to own your own business. In 30 days, you'll be a millionaire. And he gave him this warning. He said, as fast as this money comes into your hand, this is how fast it will leave your hand if you ever backslide and turn your back upon God. Sure enough, within 30 days, the second richest man in the state of Tennessee, my dad happened to be working at a very low level for this man's company, one of this man's companies. This man walked in, made my dad, gave my dad a business opportunity, and we moved out of the literally the slums of a hotel room into the most exclusive neighborhood in, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And my dad went on to be one of the richest, one of the largest automobile, new car automobile dealers in the state of Tennessee. And this went on for years and years. My dad was a very successful businessman. Uh, literally had money to buy anything he wanted all the way down to hotels and everything else in other parts of the world. He had more money than a person could spend. And then, ladies and gentlemen, my dad, sure enough, turned his back upon the Lord, backslid, and my dad died at the age of 57 just uh, six years ago. He died at 57, and when he died, he was living in a room the same size as that hotel. He and mom did not have one single dime to their name. My mother starved herself to death in grief. She died three years later, and so we buried her just three years ago. She was 57 years old as well. I never will forget this before I get into the teaching, and I just want to encourage you with this. Before my dad died, he called me one day. It was on a Friday. He died on a Monday. He called me on that Friday, and he said, Son, I want you to make me a promise that no matter what happens in your life, no matter how bad it gets, I want you to make me a promise you'll never stop preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that was God's way of letting me know my dad had returned back to the Lord. And on Monday, my dad went home to be with Jesus. Uh, just a standard colonoscopy went into cardiac arrest and went home to be with, with Jesus. So, you know, yes, my dad lost everything, but he gained heaven. And it's better to lose everything and gain heaven than to gain the whole world and to lose your soul. Can you say amen to that? And so, uh, so anyway, that was my first experience with the supernatural. And since that time, from time to time, the presence of the Lord, I'll feel that hand upon my head. And when that comes, usually I know God's going to begin to do miracles in our services. We've had numerous miracles. Many of you have seen us on television because of those miracles that have been focused on. But not only that, uh, the Lord will begin to give me sometimes names, phone numbers, addresses, things I don't even ask for. They just come. And people come up to me every time, everywhere I go, and they'll say, give me a word. Let me go ahead and tell you right now, I can't just give you a word. The Bible says they're the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They belong to the Holy Ghost. They don't belong to shame. And so I don't have control over them. So I was called to preach at the age of 12. Now with that, I just want to tell you and kind of set up our little talk tonight uh, to, to share with you some very specific things the Lord's put on my heart. From that time forward, God had 
always give me a hunger for the supernatural and for the spirit realm. And I didn't understand in the early days when the Lord would begin to use me or come to me in the gifts of the Spirit and manifest Himself. I didn't know how to work that. I didn't know how to use that for Him. I really didn't understand it at all. And so it took me quite a while to get a grasp on it. But used to, the Lord would show me things in advance. Let me give you an example of this. Um, The first time that I really had one of these significant visions, all of you, of course, remember the tragedy of 9-11. I was pastoring a church in a small town called Fayetteville, Tennessee. It's right above Huntsville, Alabama. It's on the Tennessee-Alabama border. About 2,500 people. God had exploded our church in this small town. I mean, we were the largest church in the town, and the Lord was pouring out His Spirit. I mean, people were just coming from all over. And uh, long story short, on this Sunday morning, I get up to preach, and while I'm preaching, I could literally smell the stench of burning and it, I, and it was literally, uh, you know, not to be too graphic, but it was like burning flesh. And I know what that smells like because I had uh, I had actually uh, witnessed a car accident where some people lost their lives tragically in an automobile fire. It has a certain smell to it. And anybody that's ever smelled that can tell, testify to what I'm saying. It has a certain smell to it. I smelled this while I was preaching. I felt this overwhelming grief come on me. I saw fires burning. I saw things collapsing. And I stood for my church and I said, we need to stop and pray. I said, I have this overwhelming feeling. Something's getting ready to happen. And the numbers 9 and 11 are very specific, not very significant. We need to pray. Little did I know, just a few days later, a board member would call me early in the morning and say, Pastor, have you got the television on? And I said, no. He said, you're not going to believe this. Everything you just talked about in Sunday service is happening right now on television. And of course, I turned over on television and like you, joined the rest of the world as we saw the tragedy of 9-11 unfold. I don't profess myself to be a prophet. Let me tell you who I am. I'm a pastor. I love people. I love pastoring churches. I love helping other pastors. But I do believe that God will use anybody who is hungry to be used specifically in the last days. And I believe that God uh, gives us, you know, apostles and, and prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. I believe He gives us those for the perfecting of the saints, for the working of the body of Christ to come together to do the work of the Lord, specifically in the last days. And so, therefore, I believe God gives you these visions for those reasons. Now, with that said, let me bring you up to date to the most recent two visions that I had. One of them was actually a dream. This all started for me uh, with a dream about a year or so ago. Uh, I had a dream in which I uh, walked into the back of a major television studio here in America I knew it was not my television studio. Now, let me clarify. Our church owns a television station, a high-powered television station in Louisiana. I knew it was not my television studio. But when I walked into the back of my television studio, I looked up on on the platform. I was on the platform, and I had the microphone, and I was preaching. The place was absolutely packed out, and I heard myself say, turn to the book of Judges 19, the strangest passage in your entire Bible. Judges 19 is about a priest who uh, is married to a concubine and his concubine and him are separated for some reason. He leaves the mountains of Ephraim. He goes all the way to Bethlehem to get his concubine. On the way back home, they get stuck in the middle of the night in the, in the town square of Gibeah. Right now, at that time uh, of Scripture, uh, all of Israel was in a civil war. I mean, they were on the verge of civil war, so it was a very dangerous time to be traveling. He was traveling at night, 
And the Bible says an old man comes out of the field. Everybody say he came out of the field. I think that's very prophetic that the scripture would say that. It said old man comes out of the field and he invites them to come into his house. And he begs them to stay with them because it's dangerous to stay in the city square. Well, you find out later as you read the the passage there in the book of Judges, you find out why it's so dangerous. The Bible says wicked men of the city start banging on the door of the house and demanding that the priest or, or the man who owns the house to give the priest to them so that they can rape him all night long. Of course, the man in the house doesn't want to do this. This would be like the ultimate sin in Israel because in the Middle East, uh, hospitality is everything and to be inhospitable is almost like an abomination. And so to not protect this priest would be just, uh, it would be an, ab- it would be an absolute the ultimate wrong or the ultimate sin of his society. So what happens is they keep banging on the door. The priest panics, slips his concubine out to these men and the Bible says they take her and they abuse her and they rape her all night long. Now you got to understand I'm standing at the back of this this television studio and I'm watching myself preach this on television and I hear myself say God told me to tell you that the dead dying hand of America is stretched out upon the threshold of the church and she's going to die because the church will not come to the door. She's asleep. Well, in that passage, they rape her all night long. And at the breaking of day, the Bible says she crawls back up to the doorstep and she dies with her hand upon the threshold of that house. And so I saw myself preaching this. Well, when I woke up from this dream, I immediately knew I had a God dream. I ran to the table. I was trembling under the power of God. I started writing every detail down. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, I'm going to open a door. And when I open this door for you, I want you to preach this to America. Tell America that the dead dying hand of America is stretched out upon the threshold of the church. And America is going to die because the church won't come to the door. And I said, Lord, who am I? How am I going to do this? I mean, who who in the world is going to open this kind of door for me to speak in this kind of venue to the rest of the world? Little did I know, just a few days or a few weeks later, a man by the name of Perry Stone, who's a friend of mine, who who we had actually done some research with, called me and said, Shane, I was going down, driving down the road, and I was praying, and the Lord spoke to me and said to call you, that I'm to have you to come to, to Atlanta, Georgia, to TBN, and you're supposed to speak and share whatever the Lord's given you. So with just in a few days, I found myself on TBN before the whole world preaching the dead dying hand of America. You saw me. The dead dying hand of America is, gonna, is, is right now stretched out upon the threshold of the church. So that began this journey. A few months later, I was sitting in my house... And, uh, and I have a big screen in, in my house, and it, this was in our, our, the house that we had previous to the one we have now, and there's a big screen and a big cutout section of our cabinets, and I'm watching this. Everybody's asleep. I'm basically, I'm watching Fox News is what I'm watching. And in just, in just a moment, it was like the whole television screen switched right before my eyes. Now, again, you have to keep in mind, I'm awake. I've never had an open vision like this before. I don't know what this is. I think I'm watching 9-11 unfold again. And so while I'm sitting there, the whole television screen switches. And this news anchor comes on and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, the oddest thing is happening. Normally, hurricanes form in, over the ocean, over water, and then they come upon uh, uh, on shore. 
He said, but there is a hurricane that has formed over America. And while he was talking, it went to a satellite image. I saw literally from north to south, from east to west, uh, the, the side of a hurricane, a storm that was over America. The eye of the storm was moving right down the center of America. The, the news anchor said, this is the oddest storm, this hurricane, this is unbelievable. He's describing this thing. And then he says, ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have a correspondent who is on the ground in the eye of the storm. Immediately the, the television goes to this correspondent. And like you would see with any other, you know, news report in a hurricane, this man's kind of being beaten and tossed with the wind. And there's, you can see the debris just swirling around his, his body. And he's saying, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is an unusual storm. This isn't like any storm that I've ever reported on. And he reaches down on the ground and he picks up a handful of $1 bills. And he said, ladies and gentlemen, he said, this is a storm of dollar bills. Well, when he said that, immediately it came back to the news anchor. And now again, keep in mind, I'm awake. I'm thinking this is actually happening, Right. It hasn't dawned on me that this is a vision. I think this is the real deal and this is actually happening. And so it comes back to the news anchor and and the news anchor says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's been another tragedy that has hit America. We have just experienced a major earthquake on the New Madrid fault line. And immediately I started seeing pictures of devastation all over the New Madrid fault line. I saw cities that were flooded. I saw cities that were destroyed. I saw people walking around in the streets, stumbling around in the smoke and in the debris. Uh, they looked like they were dazed. People were crying out for help. And, uh, and while I was watching this division, it was like the, all of the United States was just split in half. While I was watching this, behind my right ear... I was sitting on the couch and behind my right ear, I heard a booming voice, which I believe to be the voice of the Lord that said these words, they divided my land, now I will divide their land. I knew immediately that God was speaking about Joel chapter 3, where God prophesies through the prophet Joel about the parting of the land of Israel and judgment coming to the nations. And God said, I will reward you swiftly quickly for what you've done to my land. And so I felt like this earthquake, and you know, people say, was it a literal earthquake? Was it a spiritual earthquake? Was it a, a, a dividing of the nation? I can't say. All I can tell you is what I saw. I can tell you that I saw devastation. I continued to watch the television, and by this time, you know, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. I'm thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do? Do I go wake up my family? Do I call people? How am I going to open the church? What's the church going to do? I'm I'm a thousand, come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. A thousand thoughts are going through your mind in just a flash. And then all of a sudden, I see more pictures going on television. People are riding in the streets. I see riots all over America. I see cities on fire and blazing. I see people riding in the streets, looting buildings, things of that nature. And one of the things that sticks out to me more than anything else in this vision that I've never forgotten is I saw people holding signs, big signs. I'm going to interrupt right there, but I really want you to get these seven DVDs. Top Soviet War Plans for America, Russian Defector Warns America, I Saw Subs Attack America, Russian Bear Awakes, Babylonians Are Coming, Russia's Secret Weapon, Storm Judgment and Revival, and the First 34 Orders. Also, get Jeff Nyquist's book, Origins of the Fourth World War, free 
valued at $230 for a gift of $50. But you can call 785-266-1112 and get a code and go to WatchProphecyClub.com and you can watch all seven of them for the next 90 days for a gift of just 20 bucks. 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. Watch all seven of them for 90 days, gift of $20. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for those gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. Do you have some bad habits or issues that need changing? Do your prayers go unanswered and you feel like a failure? Do you want to do good but find yourself continuing to do bad? Maybe bad dreams or nightmares, angry too often, not making progress in your life? Maybe you need to come to the Hide and Sink Christian Deliverance Conference. This is Christians Helping Fellow Christians, July 21st, 1 to 5 p.m. Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540 K Avenue, Corner Park and K in Plano. No charge. If you have questions, call Lou at 972-567-4122. 972-567-4122. No reservations necessary. Show up July 21, 1 to 5 p.m. Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540 K Avenue in Plano. See you there.